Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon-Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Moran. And as always, we have with us EPE. This is episode 150. On today's episode, we've got Communion with E, top fantasy players, team of all time. So that's... I feel like Eric always does this to me on purpose. Um, your brain writes in a mysterious way, my friend. It, so it's for, really a mysterious brain. For, for context, we're picking our fantasy team of our top fantasy players of our whole career <laughs> playing fantasy. I, like, that shit broke my brain. I appreciate so it, So it's Eric. a team of the top fantasy players. <laughs> but yeah, and that's the way it should be said and written, but that's not the way you wrote it. It says top fantasy players team, and I'm not even sure what that really means, bro. All right, hold on. Eric's about to get offensive in three, two. No, I appreciate everything he does. Eric does do a lot. I love to give him shit, but that on air broke my brain. I was just like, how am I supposed to say that? (laughs) You got to get him grammarly for the doc, bro. (laughs) Jeez, dude. All right, so. We'll also get into the NFL Week 9 review, NFL Week 10 bets, and Eric will recap our current head-to-head standings. Um, let's go ahead and check in on Nick. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Uh, yeah, nothing to complain about. Uh, Dusty Baker is still an awful manager two days later. All right. Uh, Ron Washington for president. Eric, how are you doing this evening? I was good till my entire adolescent education was a shit on by you two. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. Good day. Wow, how dramatic. Your entire <laughs> education was shit on because we said yeah. one sentence was incorrect? Yeah. Eric, the Texas public educational system already took care of shitting on your education. <laughs> Yo, you don't why? need a you don't need a you don't need us to to wrap it up two decades later. Why does it feel like Eric is always trying to get one of those mysterious uh, like comic book covers or posters, we only get half his face. This right. is the angle that I'm like. This is how right. I sit. Like, I'd, I'd have to move a whole bunch of stuff around to Does have a different sh- view. Just the screen gets a little tilt. No, isn't the camera built to the screen? No, yeah. just keep the mysterious, bro. We don't even know what you look like under that hoodie, bro. Up, oh, you it's gotta like, go up. What are you doing? It's like a face-off fucking poster. That's what I'm saying, bro. You're looking like a Kylo Ren poster, bro. All moody because we shit on your fucking uh, your adolescent. What your entire adolescent education is what you try to. Yeah, tell shout me. out Miss Munoz. Appreciate you for fucking up my English. Yeah, yeah, it was her fault. No, <laughs> we live in a we live in an era of no accountability. Fuck it, it's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, can't wrap up this cough. All right, take us into the community, Eric. Explain, right. explain to them what we're doing, and then uh, then you, you can take it from there. So for this communion with you, um, we were all big fans of fantasy football. Uh, you know, we've been playing it for, shit, almost two decades now. So I want to get I want to get a 303 compiled team of the top players we've ever had. So we got to build out a team with our favorite players or actually best performing players that we've ever had. Um, we're going to go for fun just because I don't want to, you know, have a little more conversation. We're going to do two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flex, which can be whatever. Um, I did put a defense and kicker in there. I, I I say we can scratch kicker if you guys want defense. It's up to you guys. But just auto fill Justin Tucker. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Justin Tucker goes in there automatically. I was gonna say there could be made. There could be an argument made for Adam nope. Vinatieri, but we'll put nope. there will be there. no argument made. Nope. He played. All right. He played on offenses that were too good that never really kicked too many field goals. Justin Tucker always played on a Ravens offense that you could rely to stall two to three times a game because they never had the quarterback that Adam Vinatieri had. Right on. So that's my parsing. Obviously, now, now, if you want to get real gangster with it, you can choose to be like, I want the 2007 so-and-so. Or you could just be like, this dude had a great run from here to there. Let's pick him. Oh, that's right. So Eric wasn't here when we were bullshitting about all that. Yeah, we were we were picking players from specific years. Oh, so. I, like I said, it's up to you guys <laughs> you um, know, how you want to do it. We we can mix both, but we were we were sitting here bullshit pre-show picking, and then we're like oh so and so. So for since it's gonna be one team, I think just I'll call out which position we're drafting or which position we're picking, and then we can have an open discussion, and then make a selection. How does that sound to you, fellas? Yep. Sure. All right. So we're gonna start with tight end. Who would you guys take at the tight end position? I know who I, I who I loved at tight end who was always undervalued. All right, so Jermaine, you first pick then to you. Oh, I'm gonna suggest we can we can we can debate tight end. There's only one tight end, but Greg Olson is perennially just underdrafted in fantasy. Uh, I always targeted him because no one valued him. He went out there and balled for a good uh, three four year stretch. Um. If it's not Greg Olson, I nominate Jeremy Shockey. Little early uh, 2000s fantasy for you. The first, the first person to pop into my mind was Tony Gonzalez. But I don't think Tony Gonzalez ever had like that good of a fantasy run. The fact that we haven't said Rob Gronkowski is crazy. So just for context, the fact that we didn't say him, Rob Gronkowski um, in 2011 had 330.9 points, averaging 20.68 a game. I don't know what kind of scoring system this this, this is based off of, but um, I guess standard scoring system, 330.9 points for the season, 20.68 points per game. Best performance by tight end. I would, that's no chance. It's There's no chance that's standard. It's the new the new standard is half point PPR, so I would wager that's half point. Of the of the top ten scoring, uh, tight end fantasy football seasons of all time, Rob Gronkowski is three of the ten. Okay, no, that's what I'm getting at is players that we drafted. So, did you draft Rob Gronkowski every year? Because I rarely had a share of Rob Gronkowski. I had him once. A 2011 Jimmy Graham. <laughs> All right, here's here's a here's a tight end that I actually drafted like <laughs> four separate times. I don't know if you guys will like him, Antonio Gates. Yeah, Ooh, I had man's I a had lot. Antonio yeah. Gates a fuck yep. as well. That's that's a good one. I think. Uh, so this that's the premise I'm getting at. We're not just picking the best fantasy players because that's fucking easy. We're talking about players that you had that led you to win championships that 
had unexpected value or just hit multiple times for you over and over again. I drafted Cam. I drafted Cam Newton in the last year of his rookie year. That was pretty cool. The, or the last, the last round in his rookie year. That was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Are we? <laughs> you just just over tied in already, Nick? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I thought we settled it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Who do we go with? Antonio Gates. I had him a lot. Antonio Gates. Was... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I mean, I I would agree as like a Panthers fan with Jermaine's because I was always able to get Greg Olson. It, it almost seemed like people didn't want Greg Olson and I never benched him. Besides yeah. his bye week, I never took Greg Olson out of the lineup. Yeah, and he was good with the Bears too. So I mean, I so I'll, I I I in my in my like if we're going off guys we had, I don't ever remember having Antonio Gates. I do remember every single year having Greg Olson on one of my teams. All right, so we'll we'll go Gates slash Olson. All right, Eric, take us to the next one since you wanted right. to start with Ty. All right, let's jump into the running backs. Let's go. Let's just take two running backs now. Who are we going? Uh, I'll tell you, a guy, I had because it again, same team, 2019 Christian McCaffrey. Oh, one of the best fantasy seasons of all time. That's a great choice. I'm going to actually, uh, I'll, how about this? We'll all submit a name and we'll, we'll pick two uh, of the running backs, but every single year I was able to get this guy and I don't know how he was never drafted like super high until like later on, but Matt Forte. Oh, that's a good one, dude. You remember Matt Forte? I am the bears offense, Matt Forte, bro. Yeah. for for some reason, you know who that cued me on to? You remember Jeez. like Deshaun Foster with the Carolina Panthers? No, Arian. Wait, Deshaun Foster or Desha- De- well, yeah, Deshaun Foster with the Carolina Panthers, but Arian Foster with the Texans was another good. That's one. that was gonna be my second running back pick. So I had Matt Forte and Arian Foster multiple times in my fantasy career, and both those dudes were so fun to have on your roster. But please, so Nick has 2019 CMC. I've submitted Matt Forte and Arian Foster. Now, Eric, who are you submitting? Um, so a guy I had a lot was Steven Jackson. Oh, I had him, I had him a lot that's back a in good the day. One. That's a I, good one. When I was Steven winning Jackson leagues, I had Steven one, Jackson dude. a lot. Um, I've had Alvin Kamara twice, and I won the league both times I had him, but I don't know if I would take him. And then um, David Johnson. When he was with the Texans. Oh, David Johnson. David I mean, Johnson I, was clutch. With the I mean, Texans or the Cardinals? Uh, I guess it would be Cardinals. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I had him when he was with the Cardinals. I was like, yo, David yeah. Johnson with the Texans was the skeleton, bro. <laughs> I, mean, you got, I, I mean, you got to throw in a guy like Chris Johnson when he was with the Titans. Oh, that's who I said pre-show, bro. Yeah. yeah and there's never, one. You, I never you, had him, though. Yeah, you got you, you to gotta throw in. Who'd you say pre-show? I'm shocked you haven't brought him up. Well, I mean, you got to throw in a guy like Edrin James when he was with the Colts. So a guy that I had that won a league was Todd Gurley. I don't know if you guys ever had the pleasure of having that man on Todd, your team. Todd Gurley with the Rams, right? With the Rams, yes, yes, yes. Well, see, well, see the problem, Jermaine, is I, I never got the guy that I mentioned pre-show. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I I, I never had it. I had hella LT. I had L- LT with the Jets, bro. Like, right. I had... LT every year I was trying to get me some LT. 
when we first started one of the leagues, remember that year I had Jamal Charles? Oh, for the Chiefs, man. That <laughs> dude was a fucking cheat code, man. RIP, season cut too short. J- and Jamal Charles made a comeback when he was with the Broncos. Because I remember having Jamal Charles when he made a comeback with the Broncos for a couple weeks. Yeah. Man. You know, oh, oh all right, all right. I'm going to submit one final name, and then we got to pick two names and move on. The, the other one, perennial seventh round and later pick, LeGarrett fucking blood, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Every single one of us in this chat had LeGarrette Blunt and never moved him from our starting rotation, bro. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt killed it, bro. uh, I will submit one that we always thought about playing but never played. Danny Woodhead. Yeah. You always Danny Woodhead rode your bench every single week, and you'd be so pissed off when he got you thirty-five fucking points. The original, so, the original Rex Burkhead. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure we all started playing fantasy right around the same time. For Jermaine, probably Jermaine probably a little bit sooner. But here's a little, here's a little name that's gonna tickle your pickle, Landanian Tomlinson. We just had a whole conversation about LT. Did we? Yeah, that's probably when I was looking yeah, up the next. Yeah, I was because I'm yeah. looking up. I'm Jermaine looking up best seasons for wide receivers, dude. And I didn't mention in pre-show. This we is met, why you need to look up. at the screen, my friend. I gotta get stats. I gotta dude. get the stats for the next uh, oh group. My God. So then switch. The, Yo, Jermaine. You know who we did partners, mention? So you're looking at this. If you say something, Jermaine. Dude, throw, Jermaine. You know who Don't we didn't talk about? Matt Forte, Ladanian Tomlinson, dude. All right, all right. We've said enough names. Uh, let's narrow it down to two from the ones we named. I am I am willing to battle to get Matt Forte. I, I think I think Matt Forte should be one of them. All right, Matt Forte. All right. So then I and I, I, dude, I, I love both your picks because I love a I love a good Adrian Foster too. Bro, you've said his name different so many times. <laughs> Arian Foster for the Texans. Adrian. Adrian Foster. <laughs> Adrian Foster. Arian uh, Foster. <laughs> so we could do Arian Foster. Eric, what were some of yours again? Um, Steven Jackson, Tomlinson. Todd Gurley. Steven Jackson's a good one. Steven Jackson, Todd Gurley. Um, man, those are the those are the main ones. I never really had Todd Gurley. All right, so between Steven Jackson and Arian Foster, Eric, who do you want? Todd Gurley. <laughs> Arian Foster, dude. I'm just messing with you. I was like, I'll let Dead Space sit here until you answer the the question that was asked. Arian. I, I would do Arian just because that's the problem is, is, is I never had Todd Gurley, so I can't uh, agree with you on that one. And because Todd Gurley was always fucking number one, <laughs> it was fucking dude was a stud. Uh, the Alvin Kamara pick, I agree, dude. Alvin Kamara seems every year he's just under – he's just drafted a few spots way lower than he should be, and then you get fucking dummy value with him. Yeah, the Alvin Kamara pick is a good So pick. just some just some names that we didn't miss that are on this list here of players. There's uh, Jamal Charles, Sean Alexander, Brian Westbrook, uh, Le'Veon Bell, 
um, oh, Ricky Williams, Larry Johnson, Tiki Barber, just a bunch of dudes that put up points. Well, yeah, those, yeah, are, but, those yeah, are all stuff. Yeah, but I wasn't playing have. fantasy back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was. Big old you were playing fantasy back when Tiki Barber was good? I started playing fantasy in the year 2000. No, you didn't. That's a lie. Show me the receipts. <laughs> I'm not LeBron, bro. I wasn't kicking it with JFK and Migos, dog. All right, we're going to move into wide receivers here. Keep in mind some of those names you mentioned for the running backs because we have to fill two flex spots. Okay. By the way. Uh, go ahead. Nick, for wide receiver? Eric Decker, Wes Welker, Chris Conley. <laughs> Chris Conley, uh, bro? Chris, well, Chris Conley was a tight end. Eric Decker yeah. is a Eric player, Decker. To be honest. Who do you got? Who do you got, Eric? Um, I've had Tyreek multiple times. Um, dude always puts up numbers. Um, man, that's tough. Who else have I had regular? Let's not forget a prime time, a prime time Julio Jones. I've had Antonio like, Brown a couple times. Antonio Brown, great. But Julio Jones. In his prime was fun. I've only I mean, had that, Julio on busted seasons. I, I, I'm I'm thinking of dudes that I didn't even think to take out of my lineup. When when they were on their bye week, I took them out, and then as they were the first guy I put right back in. Ocho Cinco. The, the first the Ocho Cinco is a good fucking pick, bro. The first first one of the main guys I I targeted early on when I was playing fantasy, Calvin Johnson, Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Tyler Lockett's great. I don't think Tyler Lockett has come out of my lineup for years. Speak of (laughs) perennial seventh round and under. Fucking Tyler Lockett is a great choice, dude. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. So I've had Cooper Cup like three or four years. I have two. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. That's a – Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall both on the Jets and the Broncos. Uh, let me get me, give me Kenny, give me Lions, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> Yo, Lions, Kenny Galladay did tear it up though. Eric, don't spit it out. Lions, Marvin Jones. Bro, that Lions. Lions receiving core for the last four years. Lions, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Hey, I'm going to hit you with a dude that I had. I got lucky. We picked him up on waivers. Uh, Josh Gordon. I picked him up on waivers that first year. Josh Gordon is a fantasy. I had Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon was fire, bro. Yo. I think we found number one right there. Josh Ryan, picks, uh, Ryan picks Josh Gordon every year just to put him on the bench, just in case he comes back <laughs> for one game. That man's a cheat code, dude. He reminisces about uh, fucking Josh Gordon all the time. Josh Gordon uh, is our first choice for sure. I'm surprised that Eric didn't mention this guy looking at the flag behind him, Deshaun Jackson. I was about to mention him, dude. I never I only got him towards the end of his career when he was busted. Oh, I yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Steve Smith. Steve Smith all the time. Steve Smith was I a I had so many <laughs> Steve Smith shares in my career, bro. We might have found number two here. So Steve Smith, I was gonna submit Anquan Bolden. That's good. Yeah. I, San, I was, San Antonio I was, Holmes. I was going to submit Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. Yeah. The original Tyler Lockett. Doug the Baldwin. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Um, so for the only ones that I would submit that I would want, like it would be Jordy Nelson or Brandon Marshall. Those are the only two that I would be like, Jordy I had them Nelson. in 
they were filthy old, animals. Old, uh, old Randall Cobb, or sorry, oh. young Randall Cobb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG in the league, Randall Cobb. Yeah. Des Bryant. A uh, Brandon Cooks. That's <laughs> fucked up because that dude just performs and gets shit out by the go, league. Dude, he just balls. We've he all can't... had Brandon Cooks on this podcast. <laughs> we all did, dude. That's the choice. That's Brandon three, Cooks dude. for the last eight years has been the most <laughs> solid fucking wide receiver ever, bro. Um, it's it's D I N. It's the choice. Yeah, it's the choice. You got you got to do Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that's the obvious choice. We have wow. Matt Forte, Arian Foster, Josh Gordon, Brandon Cooks, a duo of Antonio Gates and Greg Olson, and our kicker is Justin Tucker. Now we're gonna do flex. What do you guys got? So I love that we're not picking the na- like super name brand names because this is how you won your championships, right? Like everyone had LT and won. Everyone had Alvin Kamara and won. Everyone had Tyreek Hill and won. Well, but, 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 no, I don't think so. <laughs> I disagree. I think everybody remembers that they had Cooper Cup. But if you won, you won because you had like you had Arian Foster. Then you might have had like you had like each like you you had two good running backs or you had two good wide receivers or you had like like last a, year I had Debo Samuel, Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup. For for example, Aaron I won Rogers, four years Alvin ago. Kamara. <laughs> I won the league four years ago just because I picked the defense that was playing the Jets. And they would put up like fifteen points a week. <laughs> Dude, streaming. And that's why I won my fantasy league is because it was just such like a, I would log in every Tuesday and I would pick the defense that was playing the Jets and I would just boop, put them in. I don't know, man. I always remember the the non-glamorous players on my team that fucking, because I I won the championship last year and you heard the team I had. It was Debo, it was Cooper, it was Travis Kelsey, Kamara, um, Man, I even forgot the the running back I had over Kamara. Man, dude, I I might I squad. I might go with I might go with Alvin Kamara as my flex. I had Amon. We've all had him last year, bro. Alvin, did I, you, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Alvin Kamara is an outstanding fantasy player. I mean, I, 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 the the only person that I could argue against that I've had against Alvin Kamara was Le'Veon Bell because he was the original CMC, the original Alvin Kamara. Le'Veon Bell, dude. Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell was the truth. I, I will say, the year I picked up James Conner when Le'Veon Bell was holding out, that was a glorious. That year, was bro. a glorious year. That James Conner coming off like coming off leukemia treatment. Yeah. Bro, I'm sitting there cheering on not only because this dude, you know, ha- beat fucking cancer and he's balling out in the NFL, but he was also like a f- a fucking waiver wire pickup just eating for me, bro. Just absolute number one, like the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna submit him as a flex player because the year that I won back what was my previous my main league. Remember that was the year I had zero running backs. I was like running Ronald Jones as my RB one, but I had Michael <laughs> Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Stefan Diggs, and. Uh, who was my other wide receiver that I had that year? Tyree Kill. I had all four of those dudes that year in that league. And I was just like every week those dudes were putting up numbers. So I'm going to submit Stefan Diggs 
Because that dude, I've had him, I've had him a couple of leagues this year. I've had him a couple of times in the past. That dude just puts up. Numbers. He's too good for a flex. We already, yeah. took, we already took, look. I respect your Stephon Diggs pick. He's a fucking fantasy. Bro, too, we bro, already I, have Alvin bro, Kamara. I, we can't go two bona fide first round picks. I want to reintroduce like a <laughs> uh, like Jets Eric Decker. I had Eric Decker. <laughs> like a Jets Eric Decker. Eric Decker with the Broncos, too. Yeah. That, that whole run, bro. This is where a Brandon Marshall as well is very, very enticing. Uh, Ocho Cinco right here is very enticing as well. Deshaun oh. Jackson, of course. Oh, dude, 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 dude. TJ Hushmanzada. <laughs> it's just built for him, isn't it? TJ Hushmanzada, bro. Every single one of us had TJ at least twice in our fantasy careers, bro. We yo, all did. Yo, a uh, a young AJ Green. <laughs> a Cincinnati yo, AJ Green. I'm, I'm here for the callback. <laughs> I'll rock an AJ Green callback. RIP, gone too soon, my AJ, guy. AJ Green won. I just saw the look on both your faces. You just hearken back to a time where you needed AJ Green on a Sunday night or a Monday night game to get you that win, and he and he came in in the clutch. AJ Green, two tutties, a hundred stack, and about 100%, six catches, bro. Oh my! Did God. you guys ever have a uh, Reggie Wayne? Because he was always the number two, and him. I would just always get him, and he still put up our wide receiver one numbers. <laughs> yeah, Reggie Wayne is a great fucking pick. That's a great pick as well. Since we already went running back, we got to go wide receiver. Stefan yeah. Diggs is too quality, in my opinion. So yeah. we got to go with one of these lower guys. I'm I'm likening one of these Jets receivers, either Brandon Marshall or Eric Decker. It's up to you guys. I'm good with either one of those. I think we need to get a little wider on our roster. So I'm I do, gonna, I'm a, <laughs> I do I'm love a, I do love Eric Decker because I because Eric Decker <laughs> would be my white skill player pick. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, all right, so. Eric has Josh Gordon, Antonio Gates, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Nick has Brandon Cooks, Greg Olson. We'll give we'll give Nick Eric Decker. I'm dude. I'm sad that Brandon Marshall didn't make this list though. Brandon Marshall was an absolute dog in fantasy, bro. Always undervalued, bro. He's like Brandon Marshall was the Keenan Allen of like the turn of the decade for the for the 2000s to the 2010s. Yeah. Every year, it's like, oh, I don't really want Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall's not sexy. And then Brandon Marshall goes out there and just fucking puts him God, Dude, I'm a little annoyed that a primetime Julio Jones doesn't make this. He's Look, he's, like this those team. are clear-cut fantasy options. No. Yeah, I know. And I never had Julio. Like that's We haven't even I, picked quarterbacks yet. I ha- I've never had Julio. Like, I never had Julio when he was <laughs> dominating, you know? I'm going to make you guys ready for quarterback? Or do you want to do defense first just randomly? Uh, no, put Nick's defense stream against the Jets. Yeah, just give it, give me like, give me like, when did Sanchez leave? Give me like 2014 to 2020 uh, against the Jets, Jets opponent. All right. All right. So we're going to move <laughs> to the quarterback. That's going to get you. That's going to get you. I mean, points. W. Points. Um, I'm going to move into quarterback. I had this dude multiple times. I'm only going to make one suggestion, then I'm going to let you guys duke it out. My only suggestion, I've had him every time, every chance I could get him, I got him, was Michael Vick. Other than that, I have no no comment on this. Sam Bradford. 
No, what are you doing? Stop. Mark like, Bolger. No, stop it, dude. You're just saying names now. No, I'm, I... saying, I'm, I'm saying guys I've plugged into my lineup in a flex week. <laughs> In a bye week that have just helped me. Just yeah, keep that's on not a on. whole season. I'll I'll tell you this. You want to hear yeah. the most audacious thing? I won my league that I used to run streaming Blake Bortles. <laughs> I love that. I mean, listen, listen. I know I keep harping on Panthers players, but Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a good one. Would you rather have Cam Newton over Michael Vick? Yes, hundred percent. I would love to see those fantasy seasons. Um, my only not, I have two nominations for my quarterbacks. These are guys I always targeted was Tony Romo and Carson Palmer. Those are good ones. Tony Romo was a fantasy rock star, bro. That dude got you nothing but points all the time. Fucking outlandish, for, bro. For some reason, I keep finding Kirk Cousins on my teams. Bro. Oh, Eric, that's a fucking good one too, bro. Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers. Eric just said he doesn't. Eric doesn't like to talk, so he just he doesn't like to look at the camera, listen, or talk. But right. he will interject every once in a while. <laughs> Do Philip? All right, we got some good choices here. So Andrew Luck. Oh, the captain, <laughs> the fucking captain, bro. Um, dude, I'm good with any of those quarterbacks i like i had tons of philip river shares i've had tons of kirk cousin shares like i said i streamed I, blake bortles to the ship listen listen dude blake bortles was just a garbage time monster you could throw him in and you knew he was gonna just cash 20 for you each week Blake Bortles had a built-in floor. It was called garbage time. <laughs> yeah, that's all that it was, dude. He'd have 10 through three quarters. You'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> uh, dude, if we go Blake Bortles for one of these, we got to go Michael Vick, bro. We got to offset. You got to offset the Blake Bortles or the, or Phillip Rivers or uh, Kirk Cousins is a good one. Kirk Cousins Kurt is Warner? a real good one. Ooh, like, a card, like a Cardinals Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner on the Cardinals with Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitz, bro. Bro, I do love a good Carson Palmer, though. Carson Palmer just produced fantasy I, points. I did find myself winning a league and having him multiple times. I'm sure you guys are going to laugh at this, but Jay Cutler. Dude, Jay Cutler bald. Jay Cutler's another good choice. Bro. We've, we're just racking up good <laughs> fuck. These are the mid-tier guys that I'm looking for. The guys um, that, uh, 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 a Chad Pennington Jets. Oh, I had Chad Pennington. <laughs> I did. Bro. A Mark a Mark Sanchez Jets. Yo. Daddy Big Daddy Jeff Garcia, bro. Dude, did anybody have like RG3 when he was balling up like the first 2 years I in the league? Not, I did not. I wish I did. Alex Smith. I never had now. I never Alex had Alex Smith. Smith is yeah. another perennial. You guys ever had Stafford? Stafford's a headache in fantasy, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Even now, with the Rams, Stafford's a headache in fantasy. Drew Brees was always just solid. Oh, I loved having that dude. I'd get him like in the fourth round. <sighs> Drew Brees was a good pick too. I okay, like yeah, I, we I know we mentioned. I, I know we mentioned Vic Cam, uh, just black quarterback who can run. <laughs> So, okay, Lamar Jackson. Okay, Cam, Lamar Jackson, uh, McNabb, McNabb, 
okay, so let's pick. Vince let's Young. pick. Let's pick one. This oh, Vince Young. Oh, that's Vince tight. Young. Let's pick one. Let's pick some quarterbacks here. We we just need two. Uh, well, we, uh, I say Jay Cutler and Bick. That's what I would roll with. But I'm just the EP. I just type. Oh man, I I can't. I, I'll I'll fight for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins puts up fantasy football seasons. All right, so Kirk Cousins is in there. So we got our pocket passer. Now we need a rusher. I don't like Mike Vick. I never had Mike Vick, dude. I never have. I it's got to be Cam for me. Mike Vick was always taken in the fucking too early. Just too early. Bananas early, bro. I was like, I can't. I can't pay that price for Mike Vick, bro. (laughs) Lamar, Cam. Lamar is a good choice. Eric, you had Lamar right one year. The year I won that championship with Tyreek Hill and DeAndre yeah, Hopkins and all yeah. them, I had Lamar and I had Mark Andrews' breakout year. I, I that that I was destined to win that season. Like, there was no way. Like I remember going back and looking at it, and every week was like a thirty point blowout for me. Like I was just crushing people. So let's let's take out Cam Newton and put Lamar Jackson because we've all had Lamar Jackson. I'll do it. Yeah. Lamar Jackson in fantasy is just just. Dude, he's the re- he's the reason I'm above 500 in the in the 303 league at this point in the dynasty league. And listen, he scored he scored 15 of my 37 points last week. So 37. I scored 37 points. All right, thanks for the Eric. thanks for the W, bro. All right, was it against read, you? Read this list yeah. off. Fuck. <laughs> um. So we had uh, Kirk Cousins at oh, QB. Jesus. Lamar Jackson at QB, Matt Forte and Arian Foster at RB, Josh Gordon and Brandon Cooks at wide receiver, Gates or Antonio Gates and Greg Olson at tight end. Uh, our flex one was Alvin Kamara. Our flex two was Eric Decker. Our kicker was uh, Justin Tucker. And our defense was in 2014, whoever the fuck was playing the Jets. 2014 to 2020. To 2020. Like to basically until 2021. Till Robert Sala came to rescue them. Yo, so of my 37 points last week in my fantasy football league, Lamar Jackson scored 15 and Jeff Wilson scored 14. <laughs> the rest of my roster scored nine. We start 11 players, dude. We start 11 players with a kicker and a defense. You skip your tail. All right. And just you got, you got and I'm five point. and four. By the way, I'm five and four you in this got league. One point per position, other than those two players. All right, just because we said it on the podcast right here, we were talking about we had Kirk Cousins our pocket passer, so we needed a rushing quarterback. We went with Lamar Jackson. Um, I just want to ask you guys, who do you think the top running white quarterback of all time was, and also? There's a surprise entrance at this. He is 11th all-time for rushing yards for a quarterback, and he's white. Steve uh, Young. Steve Young is number one with 4,239. But making a surprise entrance is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Gotta love it. In what year? Or just overall? Overall. It, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick in his career had 2,625 rushing yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick loved to boogie, boogie, boogie for a couple of yards. He could get that first down when he needed it. This list surprising, man. Like Steve Young, Aaron Rodgers, Elway, and Allen are the only ones like big name quarterbacks. And then other that, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick and Alex Smith and Mark Brunel. 
This is just white boys, though. What? No, I'm saying they're mixed in with the black dudes. Like, this is all-time rushing yards. Like, Vic has 6,109. Cam Newton has 5,600. Steve Young has... So, Steve Young is what? Number three on that list? Steve Young is number five. Behind? He just got passed by Lamar Jackson and then Russell Wilson and Randall Cunningham. And Mike Vick. Yeah. Cam Newton's behind Steve Young, right? No, no. Mike Vick, Cam Newton, Randall Cunningham, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson just passed him. He's uh, one yard above Steve Young. It just switched, I guess. Cam Newton's, Cam Newton's second. Yeah. I guess yeah. it just switched on Monday night. Cam Newton is a savage at running the football. We forget how much Cam Newton uh, ran in his rookie year before he got so injured he had to just sit in the pocket. Yeah, miss, sit in the pocket and overthrow Steve Smith. Right. No, over, uh, no, overthrow Devin Funches and uh, Calvin Benjamin. Oh, Calvin Benjamin, what a fucking heartbreak that dude was every year in fantasy. I drafted him so many fucking times. That's the next community we need. We should do, we should do uh, our our worst fantasy team. Our worst fantasy players. Here's, here's looking at you, Allen fucking Robinson. Deontay fucking Johnson. Kenny Galladay. Chase Claypool. Broke my heart. Can Christian McCaffrey be on our favorite and our least favorite? <laughs> All right, let's get into NFL Week Nine. All right, who's going to walk us through NFL Week Nine? You have you have it pulled up, Eric? Yeah, yeah. So um, for Week Nine picks, uh, Jermaine went seven and three, bringing his yearly total to seventeen and thirteen. Nick went six and five, bringing him to twenty and thirteen. And Nick's Nuggets went three and two, bringing it to seven and eight on the season. Uh, Jermaine, you hit on Philly money line, Buffalo, New York Jets under, Detroit, Green Bay under, Atlanta plus three and a half, Jacksonville money line, Seattle money line, and the under in the Kansas City game. Nick, you hit Philly money line, Detroit money line, Atlanta plus three and a half, Jacksonville money line, Seattle money line, and Kansas City money line. Fuck yeah, America! Fuck yeah. <laughs> Great dead space, guys. You're anyway, the one driving, you're the right one driving it. I'm driving. Oh my god! All right, you so that do was- this. We talk and we do this every week, Eric. That's when not Jermaine true. throws it over to you, it's your show to run. It's not my I'm show just to run. the EP. I, I just- literally just said who's driving, and right. I asked if you had it, and you said yes. I've got it. I just give you guys uh, the, the, the stats, the, and then the, we keep the, it pushing, the, dude. And then, and I give us the rankings and the stats, and then you guys get into your banter, bro. That's how it goes. Yeah, there was no banter. There so was no banter. So I just got to keep rambling? No, you <laughs> drive the week nine review. <laughs> you guys just going to, I'm just going to drive you guys crazy, huh? No, no, we want you to drive us through the week are nine review. Fucking, Paul, are, are you fucking, are you, are you, are you filibustering? Filibustering right now? <laughs> Why would I be filibustering, dude? Oh my god! It's filibustering. It's not I... filibustering. <laughs> They're not even the best team in the NFC. How do you, how do you spell filibuster, Eric? Uh, F I L I B U S T R. Probably. Right, so then why did you put? I thought he was gonna say P H I double L Y. Filibuster. Filibuster. <laughs> bro, sometimes words come out differently, bro. I don't understand. As in, as in, as in who's going to be the Philly buster this year? 
It's going to be the Redskins. Oh, sorry. Dead name. Commanders. Oh, sorry. Commanders. Whatever. All right. All right. So I went to FedEx right. Field for week nine. I was very unimpressed with FedEx, FedEx Field. You're talking about that's the Commanders right now, right? Correct. It's trash, bro. That stadium's awful. I went to go see the Giants there, and I was like, we got to leave, dude. I'm gonna go. It's just all. It's just an old state. It's like old. It really needs to be demolished. One hundred percent. All right. So go ahead, Eric. All right. So uh, we started our week off. Uh, Eagles in Houston. Eagles um, ended up winning that game, twenty nine seventeen. Um, we had the uh, we had them money line, which hit, but we none of us, uh, all of us took the uh, or actually, yeah, we all took the under, and that actually ended up going over by two, which absolutely sucks. So the crazy thing is that last week when we said if the spread is greater than nine and a half, take the under. And with favorites with spreads greater than or equal to nine and a half, take the uh, take the underdog in that with the spread. Last week, basically all the <laughs> All the games, except for the Philly game, went under. And then every single favorite of greater than nine and a half points did not cover last week. Tight. Let's follow the trend. I mean, look, Philly beat the Texans. All right, next. (laughs) They did it. (laughs) It was a close game. Which I did not like. Not a close game. But anyway, Shut up, Eric. Uh, the Chargers went to the East Coast. They won in Atlanta 2017. Uh, the Dolphins had a very close game with the Bears. They won 35-32. Uh, Bengals um, hosted the Panthers, put a whooping on them 42-21. Uh, Lions beat the Packers. Let's go. Which was awesome to see. Um, Patriots smacked up the Colts. Uh, interesting Colts are going to be running uh, Jeff Saturday as the coach this week, right? Correct. Interim coach. Interim coach. Uh, they fired Frank Reich. Uh, he's a great Jets. candidate. He's he's coached uh, high school football before. So <laughs> didn't he go like three and seven or some shit like that? Probably. Too? All right. Yeah, um, football. <laughs> uh, the boys, uh, Jermaine. I remember him sitting on his podcast saying, uh, "Brees Hall is out." The Jets are done. The Jets ended up getting a win uh, in Buffalo, or actually at home against Buffalo. Uh, the Vikings went into Washington, won 2017. Kirk Cousins celebrated like he won the Super Bowl because he's a bum. Uh, the Raiders blew a major Best league. Team in the NFC. Oh, please. Yeah, that 24-7 stat line says something different. Uh, the Raiders blew a big-time lead to the Jaguars, lost 27-20. Um, the Seahawks did their Seahawk thing and beat up on the Cardinals. Uh, the Rams in a close one lost to the Bucks with much favorable play or refing for Tom Brady as per usual. Kyler Chiefs, Murray now zero uh, and two since Call of Duty has come out. <laughs> the Chiefs uh, had a tight one with the Titans. They won twenty seventeen, and on Monday night it was a bludgeoning. The Ravens beat the Saints twenty seven thirteen. That is our that close, <laughs> and that is the Week Nine review for you guys. Anything jumps out that you want to talk about, Nick? No, not really. <laughs> so defeated. <laughs> no, not really. Panthers fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you want right now, right? You want the number one pick. No, it's it's just going to happen with the Carolina Panthers. They're going to suck not enough to get a top five pick 
they're going to get like number six and we're going to draft a linebacker. And Eric, what are the current standings in the NFL? Uh, I want to know what spot Carolina's in. I'm pulling them up. I just want to ask like, a quick question. After a guy gets like his second or third touchdown, do you start covering him or do you just keep <laughs> letting him go? Are you asking me uh, what I would have done or what the Carolina Panthers do? Well, we know what the Panthers did. Right. What would you have done? Uh, Shot him? I, no. I, yeah. I, I probably just would have left my job because I'm not doing it that well. It, maybe come back the next week. Try again. <laughs> Priceless. All right. So for the uh, NFC South, we have the Bucks in first at four and five, Falcons in second at four and four. Or no, can you just get me the overall NFL standings and just go to the bottom? Oh yeah, overall Houston's thirtieth or thirty second, and the Carolina Panthers are thirty first. That's what I was trying to get at, bro. <laughs> Nick is so bummed. I'm trying to like see the silver lining. <laughs> Panthers have allowed 228 points, which looks to be the most in the NFL this season. The next closest is 227 Denver Broncos, or sorry, New Orleans Saints. It's one point. <laughs> it's one point. Yeah, I was about to be like, Eric, did you just say like the next closest is literally like a point off? What's sorry, the third? What's the third? Sorry, place I lied. Team? I lied. The Lions are first at two thirty four, so the Panthers of are second. Of course, fucking yeah. Lions outdoing everyone. As my bad. Team. My bad. They were. I didn't see them there. What did you ask me, Nick? Nothing. Oh, okay. Man, that's some god awful teams here. Look at that shiny little zero next to our name. Fantastic. All right, we're gonna get into the week ten picks now. Oh, I hope you guys lose. This I hope you lose next week. <laughs> next I hope, week? I hope you don't make the Super Bowl. Yeah. I hope you I, turn I out I like the 11-0 un- Steelers. I think you go undefeated until the – I hope you go undefeated until the playoffs and then lose your first game. Oh, and I hope amazing. it's the Cowboys. <laughs> that would be amazing. And I hope I it's, hope it's the, the Commanders. You want the Commanders in the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. it's a lot of hate coming from, from you guys over here. All right. Um, we're going to move into the week 10 picks. Um, our Thursday night game here. Sorry, guys. I haven't got my glasses yet. So my Thursday night game here is the Atlanta Falcons are heading into Carolina. Falcons are minus three favorites over under 44 Falcons money line minus 150 Panthers money line plus 130. So last five years when Atlanta has traveled into Carolina, they are four and one including a four-game winning streak. (laughs) So Atlanta has won the last four years when they travel into Carolina. Previously this year, Atlanta won this divisional game 37-34 in overtime, if you remember, because DJ Moore removed his helmet, uh, which apparently wasn't a call this last week. Did you see? Yeah, I was about to ask you. How do you feel about that, Jalen Ramsey? Uh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Ramsey, he's like an icon of the league, you know, so it's like whatever. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this day before Nick starts burning. <laughs> are, right. are we, do we have any action on this for you guys? Uh, I, dude, so Nick, this over-under is set at 44. I know that they went over in the last game. The under looks pretty enticing in this. The game. under does look pretty enticing. I do agree. I do like divisional unders. Uh, I, I do like the under when the total starts creeping above 44. I'm going to... Oh man, I wish that was 45. Give me the under 44. Cool. 
and I'll fucking happily fucking cash that check. <laughs> I I will take the Atlanta money line, but I'm gonna play it as part of a favorites parlay. All right. Uh, next game, our, our 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 first Sunday game, which is the first game in Munich. Germany. Germany, right? Allianz Arena, correct. Um, it's going to be the Seahawks at the, or it's the Seahawks versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Germany. Uh, Seahawks are plus two and a half point dogs. Over under forty four and a half. Seahawks money line plus one twenty. Bucks money line minus one forty. Any takers? I don't want anything to do with this game. It's Nothing. a we- it's a weird game. We gotta bet something. It's London, so what who's is your the, who's the dog? I mean, so it's Munich, it's Seattle Munich. by two two and a half. I'll take I'll take Seattle money line. I feel like this is the Tampa Bay get right game, dude. Give me give me give me the give me the dog in Munich in Germany. It just screams the Tampa Bay get right game, right? Like they can't keep being this bad. Not in Germany, dude. I'm going. I'll ride with Nick. Give me the money line, dog. But weird, weird things happen overseas. That's what I'm saying. Weird things happen. Tom Brady gets his groove back, bro. It just took some German puss. Uh, isn't his <laughs> wife <laughs> German? Yeah, he's got. Too. He's he's got to go back to the source. He doesn't like that Brazilian. That that Brazilian stuff is cut up by generations. She's Brazilian. She is Brazilian, yes. I thought she was, man. This whole time, the last twenty years of my life, I've thought this chick was German. Yeah, no, no, her last name is, that's her, that's because her last name is Bunchen. You would, okay. you, you would not be remiss to think that, but she is Brazilian. Oh, okay, cool, cool, Sorry, cool, that cool. Big banging noise is me knocking over my water bottle. No, she right. is, she's Brazilian, but she's definitely derived of yeah. Nazi scientists. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, a <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, grandpapa was not Brazilian, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a war refugee. Anyway, whoa, 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 uh, whoa! <laughs> he was giving Brazilian waxes to the Jewish people. Right, he was uh, a, he was a Brazilian masseur. All right, <laughs> next game, Houston <laughs> Texans are going into New York to play the Giants. Texans plus six and a half dogs, over under forty one. Texans money line plus two thirty five. Giants money line minus two eighty. So a couple of nuggets coming out of this game. Uh, Brian Dable, obviously the first-year head coach for the Giants. Giants coming off a bye since 2019, 2-1, or sorry, 1-2, straight up and against the spread. However, in games since 2019, which the Houston Texans have had the advantage, the rest advantage, they are 2-10 straight up and 3-9 against the spread. In the exact same, in the exact opposite situation for the Giants. So in games in which the Giants have a rest disadvantage. Since 2019, the Giants are 7-4 and four straight up and 8-3 and three against the spread. Hold on, these stats are backwards. The Giants are coming off the bye, not the Texans. Texans had a, re- they have extended rest because they did oh, right. on Thursday, but You're- the Giants had a bye. Giants had a bye. You're right. Ignore that then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any takers on this for for this game? Why am I leaning Texans money line? Someone talk because, me out of it. Because the Giants are one and two coming off a of bye since 2019. <laughs> so, all right, what are you taking to this game, Nick? Nothing. Not even this over 41? No. Dude, this one. 
I could I see the Texans winning this game. The Giants don't have weapons, and it's it's bad. But I'm not taking it. But all right, all right. did we skip the Vikings Buffalo game, Eric? No, it's the next one. Okay, the link you sent me has that above the Houston Texans game. Oh, so uh, the next game is Minnesota uh, heading into Buffalo. Minnesota is five point dogs over under forty five and a half. Vikings money line plus one ninety. Bills money line minus two twenty five. What do you guys got? No hot, no hot nugs for this game. Are the are the Bills pissed off about that Jets loss? No. No, they're not mad about that Jets loss. I don't think so. Josh Allen literally said I played like shit. He's gonna fix this on the next game. <laughs> he just said nope. <laughs> I would be pissed if I lost any game, so I don't know about that. Um God, this spread is just inconveniently placed. Tantalizing. I don't know. Give me give me <laughs> Minnesota plus five. Nick, you're not taking anything? No, sir. Not even, right. a, not even in a favorites parlay? Nope. All right. All right. Next game, Jacksonville Jaguars are heading into Kansas City. They are nine and a half point dogs. Um, over under 50.5. Jags money line plus 360. Chiefs money line minus 450. So, I think I already mentioned it with the week nine bets, but Week 10 bets. If the spread is greater than nine and a half, if you were to take the under on the year, the under is 10 and six. That's 62%. So give me the under 50 and a half. However, favorites this year with spreads greater than or equal to nine and a half are 13 and three straight up. But six and ten against the spread, that is only 38%. So I want Jacksonville plus nine and a half. Honestly, I agree with both those. The uh, the under jumped off the page. When I looked at this and I saw 50 and a half, I was like, I'll take that. I'll take the under. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from Nah, fuck it. Give me Jags plus nine and a half. Yeah. And I'm going to put KC in a favorite parlay. <laughs> Thread the needle, baby. <laughs> Yo, last week, I did not think the Eagles would cover. So I was like, let me take the money line. I'm so, I might as well, if I thought that, why didn't I take the Texans spread? Don't ask me, folks at home. I took the safe bet. <laughs> and I, I regret nothing. So that's smart. All right, next one. Uh, we have the Cleveland Browns heading into Miami. Cleveland plus three and a half dogs, over under forty eight and a half. Uh, Browns money line plus one sixty. Dolphins money line minus one ninety. Cleveland's so, coming off a of buy, right? Cleveland is coming off a of buy. So Kevin Stefanski has been the Cleveland head coach since twenty twenty. He is two and zero, straight up coming off the buy. He is zero and two against the spread. The Browns, <laughs> if you add one more year to that, the Browns since 2019 coming off the bye are 2-1 and one straight up and 0-3 oh and against the spread. Hammer the Dolphins. 
Give me Dolphins. <laughs> they only won when they were favored. And they win when they're favored, but they don't cover. They don't cover, exactly. Both are and you know that. what we say about teams? What? You know what we say about teams? Great teams cover. Good, good teams team, win. Good teams spell filibuster. P-H-I-L-L-Y. <laughs> Bustin. Philly, Philly bust, <laughs> Philly Buston, Philly Buster. All right, yep, that's all I want. I just want Browns spread. I mean, sorry, Dolphins spread, and I guess Dolphins money line as well if I'm taking spread. All right, uh, next game we have the Detroit Lions and a division rival against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Lions plus two and a half dogs. Wait, hold on. Oh. Cleveland's not favored in that game, are they? No, they're. Cle- Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay. Go to the Lions game. <laughs> uh, Lions, two and a half point dogs in Chicago, over under 48 and a half. Lions money line plus 130. Bears money line minus 150. The Bears have a great spread on this, and I think the Bears win this game. Um, fuck it. I'll take Bears minus two and a half. That over under is fascinating. I think the over hits in this game. Yeah, I want no part of it. All right. Uh, next game, Denver Broncos heading into Tennessee. Denver Broncos, three-point dogs over under 38 and a half. And uh, Broncos money line plus 130. Titans money line minus 150. So Denver coming off a bye. Nathaniel Hackett, first-year head coach. So we're going to have to take the Denver Broncos as a whole. whole. And since 2019... The Denver Broncos are two and one straight up coming off a bye, three and zero oh against the spread. You're betting the Broncos. Are you betting the Broncos on this? What's the line, Eric? Give it to me again. The line is minus or Broncos plus three. Yeah, I'll take Broncos plus three and Broncos money line. And money line. And money line. Ooh, is this a Russell Wilson get right game? Russell Wilson get right game. He's coming back. Broncos country. Let's let's ride. Oh my god, that's ballsy, bro. This over under 38 and a half, Nick. Over. I look, give me I, the triple. I, you know what, Eric? Give me the triple play in this game. I want Denver plus three. I want Denver plus money on the money line and plus me up on the over. I won't fade my boy Nick, but I'm going to take the over <laughs> on this. Over Broncos money line over. Give it to me. I'll take the triple fecta. The problem Man, you is you said you're taking what? I'll take the over, Eric. The the problem with this game is we say it all the time. It's a coin flip league. We have two drastically different feelings about these ball clubs. And that's why Nick's bet almost makes sense. Coming off a bye, it, ma- it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And that's why it makes sense. The fact that the Titans aren't favored more in this is, is has to do with Ryan Tannehill, right? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill still... Is there any inkling of him making it back anytime soon? I don't think so. And it has to deal with the fact that they can't throw the ball. What is Ryan Tannehill's injury? Uh, Does anyone know that? Pride? (laughs) 
his injury is they traded AJ Brown. He doesn't want his right. stats to get fucking crushed. depression. <laughs> he's got the ghost of Robert Woods running he's, around. He's, he's, he's too depressed to play. <laughs> I don't want to throw to. <laughs> Who does he have to throw to? It says it's an ankle injury, but does not disclose any more information. He has yeah. Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, and Austin Hooper. All right, Robert Woods. That's right. The ghost of Robert Woods. The, the ghost of Robert Woods. That's right. Uh, no, I, honestly, that's if it doesn't make sense, it's probably right. All right, let's get to the next game, Eric. Uh, the Saints are heading into Pittsburgh. Saints are two and a half point favorites over under 40. Uh, Saints money line minus 140. Steelers money line plus 120. Wow. So. How are the Saints favored? Mike Tomlin has been a head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers since 2007. Coming off a bye, Mike Tomlin is 13 and 5 straight up, but 9 and 9 against the spread. Tack that on to the fact that New Orleans is currently playing with a rest disadvantage because they played on Monday night. And the, the Steelers rest, are off bye. And the Steelers are off bye. So that's rest advantage. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. right? I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a huge advantage. It's, it's a big advantage. The Saints, with a rest disadvantage, are 6-3 and three, both straight up and against the spread since 2019. The Pittsburgh Steelers, with a rest advantage since 2019, 5-2 straight up, but just like Mike Tomlin's record, 3-3-1 three, three, and one against the spread. Uh-oh, he's taking the Saints, ladies and gentlemen. Give me the New Orleans Saints spread. Absolutely. And I'm going to include the New Orleans Saints money line into my favorite parlay. This is just absolutely fucking absurd. The Saints should not be favored in this game. So you can get them at plus money? Is that what you want them at? They're just not a good football team. I know the Steelers aren't good either, but... I mean, did you not just see the Saints struggle to get the ball over defensive linemen against the Ravens? Yes. Ken Hayward's going to just – I want the prop – put this in the notes, Eric. I want the prop on Cam Hayward pass deflections. <laughs> <laughs> Passes defended, Cameron Hayward, the big boy up front. I want the prop on that. Um, I want nothing to do with this game. Uh, I, I appreciate Nick instilling some confidence in me. The over-under in this game is 40. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> staggering. If the Saints had scored under 10 against the Ravens like they were supposed to until Jawan Johnson just acted like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that tightrope movie and scored that tutty, yeah, if they, if they had scored six, I would have taken the over, but I want nothing to do with this game. But I'll be watching it. All right, next game. The uh, Indianapolis Colts, led by first-time-ever head coach Jeff Saturday, are going into Las Vegas. They are six-point dogs. Over-under is 42-and-a-half. Colts money line plus 200. Raiders money line minus 240. Teams scoring less than 10 points in a previous week. Dogs with a spread less than 10 are 7-and-4. On straight the up, straight up, seven and four against the spread. Seven to four against the spread. Indianapolis right now plus six dogs. Is there any straight up stat? No, I don't have a straight up stat. Okay, no. 
appreciate it. I'm gonna take Colts plus six. Ah, uh, dude, I'm gonna. I honestly, bro, Colts money line. <laughs> like Colts money, like it can't get worse for the Raiders, but it's about <laughs> to get worse, bro. Because they're gonna lose to Jeff Saturday. They're gonna lose to Jeff coaching his first real meeting, meaningful football game Saturday. I just. There is just something in my balls, and I will not take this bet. But I Colts money line, the Raiders. It, it's just the Raiders were up twenty against the Jaguars. <laughs> yep. Oh. All right. Next game: Dallas Cowboys are heading into Green Bay. Dallas are five point favorites. Over under at forty three. Dallas minus two twenty five money line, Packers plus one ninety money line. So I already mentioned uh, dogs, a team scoring less than ten points in the previous week. Dogs with a spread less than ten points, seven and four on the year right now. Green Bay, like Eric mentioned, fits that criteria. However, Dallas coming off a bye. Mike McCarthy as Dallas head coach since twenty twenty, two and zero, oh, both straight up and against the spread. Now you may remember Dallas or um, Mike Dallas McCarthy, as I as I called him, <laughs> was a Green Bay McCarthy from 2006 to 2018. In that time, he was both 11 and five straight up and against the spread. Get out of here, Mike McCarthy coming is a very the, good team off coming the off bye, the bye. Huh? With that being said, I will take nothing in this game. You don't want boys minus five? I don't want boys minus five. Oh, dude. Boys minus five, Eric. Just the Aaron Jones is hurt. AJ Dillon looks not good. Romeo Dobbs, who's the only fucking, <laughs> fucking dude that was making plays at wide receiver, hurt. Randall Cobb still hurt. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gone, missing, <laughs> missing yeah, in action. He's hurt, bro. It's that ayahuasca. He ain't seeing the field the right, <laughs> right way, dude. Yeah, give me the boys. Minus five. That seems like the easiest bet of this week. It does seem like a low line. All right. Uh, next game, Arizona Mike Cardinals. Mike McCarthy and... revenge game, by the way. Yeah, is, sure, this the, is, it, is this the first game he's played against Green Bay since... Being the Dallas head coach last year, no. Did they play in the playoffs last year? Are you just are you shaking your head? Yes, it's the first game, or you don't know? It's it's the first game. Since since Mike McCarthy has become the boys' head coach, it's the first game against Green Bay. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh fuck! Well then, give me yeah, give me boys minus five. Yeah, but it's coming from Eric. He's not looking anything up, so just take that with a grain of salt. Right. Not too late. I already put it in. Anyway, that's, next. That's, that's all I need. Check the fat checker. <laughs> Just Arizona go Cardinals going into LA to play the Rams. Cardinals plus three, over under forty three. Cardinals plus money line plus one fifty. Rams money line minus one seventy five. So divisional game, right? Cardinals going into the Rams. Uh, the last five years that the Cardinals have gone into LA, they are one and four. The uh, they did also play a game this year 
in Arizona in which the Rams won 2012, it seems like the Cardinals are the only team that the Rams can actually beat this year. Yeah, this is no-brainer. Give me Rams minus three. So since it's a no-brainer, Cardinals probably win. <laughs> yeah, say I'll, I'll, I will. I will also. I will double down on Jermaine's uh, Rams minus three. This game, this next game, should be a fun game. This Sunday night football game. You're muted, brother. So Jermaine, as Jermaine alluded, uh, the next game is the Sunday night game. It's the Chargers heading into San Francisco. Chargers are. Seven point dogs over under 45 and a half. Chargers money line plus 245. Niners money line minus 295. So, one next nugget for this the Niners coming off a bye under Kyle Shanahan since 2017, three and three straight up and against the spread. That's not as good as you'd expect. This is such a fun game. The 49ers, I don't know who's going to win this game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I don't want to take any action, and I don't know who's going to win it either. I'm going to take the Chargers plus seven. Yeah. They're, they're getting a touchdown, um, and I just think that they'll they'll make it close right at the end. I think Chargers lose by six, so Chargers plus yeah. seven. Yeah. 49ers are winning this game, though. Maybe Nick, should, no action maybe, for you? Maybe I should. No action for me. All right, and then to close out our week 10, we have the Washington Commanders heading into Philly. Commanders are 11-point dogs. Over under 44, Commanders money line plus 390, Eagles money line minus 490. So we talked about, again, this this pops the criteria for if the spread is greater than 9.5, take the under. That's 10-6 and on the year. However, this also pops the criteria of favorites with spreads greater than or equal to nine and a half. These favorites are 13 and three straight up, but six and 10 against the spread. This is also a division game, right? Washington, the commanders traveling into Philly. They are one and four in their last five years with the uh, sequence going loss, win, three straight losses. Philly and the commanders did play earlier this year in which the Phillies won the game. 24 to 8. That's not it, though. The Phillies, because they played on Thursday night football, are operating with the rest advantage. Since 2019, with the Eagles operating on the rest advantage, they are three and four straight up and two, four, and one against the spread. However, the Washington Commanders, since 2019, with a rest disadvantage, are two and seven straight up. And one seven and one against the spread. <laughs> oh my god! Still taking command. I'm still taking commander spread, dude. Give me commander spread. Give me the under, but I want Philly money line. Oh, dude, you're taking the under. The under. I was gonna same game parlay and do the commander spread, the over, and the money line. I just think they're playing with Taylor Heineke, and he's gonna he's gonna score some points. That's the only reason why I like the over. Uh, I'm not taking the over. Uh, Eagles money line, Commanders spread, and honestly, 
if we're recording next week and the division is tied with the Cowboys, wait, hold on, how many losses the Cowboys have? They have two, right? Um, anyways, if the Eagles have one loss coming into next week, I won't be shocked. There's just something about this game that just that just strikes me as off. All right, Eric, line this up for me. What does a Dallas Dallas money line? Rams money line, Eagles money line, Dolphins money line, Falcons money line, Saints money line. Oh, it keeps going. Chiefs money line. What does that parlay pay? Just got to find the Chiefs game real quick. Chiefs is underneath the Texans and Giants. There we go. Um, that is a plus 1,356. All favorites, huh? That's not bad. All favorite parlay plus 1,300. Pretty good. Oh, I was like, wait. I was waiting for you to say something else, dude. You that's, were writing the number good. down, you fucking douche. <laughs> He's like, oh, thirteen hundred. I figured some some sort of something was coming. So what are you doing? You putting a thousand dollars on that or what? Yeah, I'm gonna put four thousand dollars on it. All my money that I said I was gonna put on the Phillies is going on that parlay. Yeah, you gotta pull it out. This market's about to crash, bro. Yep, it's gonna be bad. Shout out the Blood Moon tomorrow. Blood Moon. All right, so I added that. Um, Any other? Random picks you guys want to give in or anything? You guys are all set with your week 10 picks? Anything you want to go back and change? I want Jeff Saturday under three weeks as head coach. No, Lock that in? I'm just kidding. All right. So I, saw, I saw an article, and it was like a white head coach just got a job without any experience. And you know what? This was the first time I didn't just fucking shrug at a racist article. Or, a, a, not racist, a race article. I was like, that's a good fucking point, man. We can't, we can't even get these other cats a chance. And Jeff Saturday just wakes up one day. He's like, I was shocked to get the offer. <laughs> like, that's... And then Jim and then Jim Ursay has the audacity to come out and give a dog shit press conference like he gave. To be like... He's not the best coach in the NFL. He's not one of the greatest. He's not, he's not, you know, he's never even coached in the NFL. But maybe we need a guy from outside the system. Yeah, but when has, when has Jim Ursay ever given a good press conference? Right, but still, <laughs> you he still got up and gave a press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's Jim Ursay. You knew it was going to be bad. But it Don't was get- awful. But it was awful. It was not even bad. It was just awful. That's in line with that's yeah, what that's I expect. True, I guess. Yeah, I'm shocked true. he was sober. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to recovery. <clears throat> yeah, I'm shocked he hasn't found some new vice. Like he's always on Viking or something. Um, all right, it's week week nine. Half the season is over. Eric, get ready to write this down. You're going week first. 10? Week ten hasn't happened yet. Week nine is halfway right, through. The season. Okay. Who do you have winning the NFC? Who do you have winning the AFC? Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Eric, go. 
Uh, Eagles, Bills. Oh, sorry. Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles. Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles. All right, Nick, who do you got? Dallas, Bills, Bills. Bro, I picked the Dallas Bills Super Bowl way too early, and it's like I can't go away from it. And so I'm going to stick with Bills Cowboys <laughs> just because I picked that bitch in fucking, like, March. Right. And, and um, who did I pick, though? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, give me the Cowboys, bro. The Cowboys, the Cowboys break the schneid, they get a shit, and it's literally everyone's reign of terror. So, so the market collapses, the Strohs win, the Cowboys (laughs) win. We have to deal with those insufferable fans, but they can't throw a decent parade because no one has any money. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody loses. Everyone's broke. So you. You both just went Cowboys, Bills, Cowboys win? No, I said Bills win. Bills win, okay. I've been going Cowboys, Bills since March, bro. I can't change now. It looks good still. <laughs> as much as I really like the 49ers now in the NFC. Hey, do hold on. Do Seahawks make the playoffs? Yes. Do the New York Giants make the playoffs? Yes. Do the Atlanta Falcons make the playoffs? No. Yes. All right, so we got we got Seahawks and Giants making the playoffs. Do Seahawks win the division? Yes. Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to know, <laughs> Eric, can you tell me if the Seahawks have played the 49ers this year? Give me a sec to pull up ESPN again. <laughs> please, please don't bang. We can hear every bang. <laughs> every time Eric goes to click his mouse, it's like a it's like a bomb go. It's like a flashbang going off into the mic. My guy has got the angriest fingers in the world. Angriest. They, lo- they lost to San Francisco twenty-seven-seven a week. Let's go. I I don't know who's winning this division. I just. The 49ers are giving me big-time NFC Championship vibes. That's all I'm going to say. And they haven't even hit their their midseason just rocket ship. And this is it. They're coming out of the bye. We're about to start talking about, ooh, are the 49ers for real? Because, look, there's question marks about the Vikings as much as everyone wants to say. Like, they're, they're the – bro, they got their ass waxed by the Eagles, and it wasn't even close. Um, and the we the, the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles are weak. What the fuck? The Eagles look legit. I'm not taking that away, but they have also not played the stiffest competition. But they beat they beat the fuck out of most of their competition. Like <laughs> like it's all double digit victories. You know, what I mean? so, uh, so it's not the narr- Vikings coming back to beat the Commanders at the very last seconds. You know what I mean? It's like yo, they, the Texans were closer than they should have been, but they won by twelve. So. Um. Uh, they update the strength of schedule throughout the season, and uh, you know, Eagles going into the season, and on paper, it looks like they actually do have the easiest schedule in the NFL. But according to the updated strength of schedule, we have the tenth hardest schedule in the league. No. According to that, according to that, I'm not saying it is. <laughs> no, 
But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's anyway, because, that's because you played the Cowboys and you played the you beat the Giants already, right? No, we play them. We always play the Giants like in the last six weeks of the season twice. It's weird. Um, lose. All right, so you played L L. You played the Cowboys, who are what six and two now, mm-hmm. and you played the Vikings, who are seven and one. So mm-hmm. those two teams drastically sway any strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like. That's why strength of schedule is always like. I mean, you can book three losses right off the bat between the Giants and Dallas. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for. No, no, we got to do head to head. Oh, what did you mean? We have to pick our head-to-head picks. Nah, I'm good, bro. I don't need to about this head Anyway, so last week, Jermaine picked Philly minus 14. That was a fat L. He set two and six no, now I in the did season. No, I I took Philly money line. Okay. Nick, t- uh, Nick I took I absolutely your- took Philly money line. I just talked about how I didn't like the spread. I took Philly money line for my lock. I'll go listen to, I'll go listen to last week, but I took Philly money line for the head-to-head. Oh... Okay. All right. So Jermaine, with the uh, the comeback story of the year, don't he's fucking, sitting. Don't at, put it there. I'm not taking it. Then don't give it to me. If you're calling he's it sitting out, at give it to me. But three I know and six. I Nicholas uh, took New Orleans money line. That's an L. Four and four, and I took Seattle money line. Um, that puts me at six and two. Uh, with the current standings, Jermaine, you get to go first this week. Watch out, Jermaine. Mate, right? You picked down wrong. Dude, I'm saying I, I I even said the way I even did it. I was just like, yo, this yeah, is because because remember, cop-out. Eric, remember, I changed my pick from the Saints from Saints money line to or from Saints spread to money line. All right. I'm not going to argue. I changed it. It's three and three, like or three and six. Let's go. Nick, Jermaine, what's your pick? No, not me. Jermaine. I'm going to take uh, a Philly money line. <laughs> I'm just taking. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna take. Uh, I wanted to take a dog this week, but I don't have the stones to take Jacksonville. I'm gonna go ahead and take um, Dallas minus five. I'm gonna pull a page out of Eric's book. I'm gonna take Denver money line in Deutschland. Denver money line in Deutschland. See, just find. Wait, in Deutschland. Yeah, they're not playing in Germany. Oh, well then, just it's... in America. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle's in Germany. This oh week, yeah, this week. All right. Denver money line out Jamaica. Seattle as a dog is crazy. <laughs> like they are better than Tampa Bay right now. Uh, not a lot of good stuff left on the board. I'm gonna go. Cleveland money line. There's a lot of weird lines this week. Okay. Did Miami just win? Who did they just play? I know they won. But Bears. Oh, they beat the Bears. The Bears. The Bears in thrilling fashion. It's a hell of a fucking game. And Jermaine took Dallas minus five. 
Give me one second here to find that. Uh, that parlay is a plus 1,041. God damn, that sounds high. We both <laughs> took dogs. Yeah, I mean, you took dogs last week. It was only 866. 886. Well, I mean, I had Philly money line. Philly money line last week was what? Minus 800? Something, yeah. <laughs> that would make sense why we didn't get into the thousands. You guys got anything else for picks for anything? Nothing for me. What do you guys got for MVP? Uh, we'll see how Josh Allen's elbow does, but Patrick Mahomes is making a damn good case. Geno Smith. Geno Smith should be the MVP. That is the most accurate sentence. He is the most valuable player <laughs> to his team. Without a doubt, the most valuable player right now. I'm hoping CMC goes on a tear, bro. Like, for San Francisco, I think that'd be so sick. But What does CMC have to do to win MVP? Not lose a game since joining San Francisco. <laughs> I think that's okay. like the only way, right? Does he have to have more passing touchdowns than Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> <laughs> he has to become their leading wide receiver, rusher, and passer. <laughs> Uh, what is it like, dude? That's a good question. What does someone have to do to win MVP? Not being quarterback. Uh, I mean, you saw what Cooper Cup did last year, and he didn't win MVP. So it's just—it's a quarterback award, huh? From I now guess. on, MVQ. What's Jalen Hurts' completion percentage right now? I wish he would throw more passing touchdowns, man. How many does he have this year, Eric? All right, never mind. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Podcast Room 303. <laughs> I've been your host, Jermaine Clo Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>